0: Mackey, not currently tattooed with the word idiot, but in fact tattooed with a guy riding a fish. This is day fifteen of the Dog Days of Podcasting. Today includes for me another six hour round trip to MSP International Airport, so we'll jump fairly directly into episode four of Really Big Things Return to Chicken Heaven. Really Big Things by Paul Mackey. Episode 4 Return to Chicken Heaven As they pulled into Mankato, Chris peered at the gas gauge frowning. I could eat a horse, but we're running on fumes here. Better stop for gas. The gas station shared a parking lot with a Chicken Heaven, an old original franchise with the big chicken roosting at the peak of the roof. Hey, you gonna take a picture? asked Jeremy, gesturing at the chicken. What? No... Jeremy, there's one of those in just about every city. I'm in town for a a one-of-a-kind. I bet this one's different, said Jeremy. I'll just pop inside for a second to make sure, then I'll tell you. Okay, but don't buy anything. We're eating at the next photo spot. Jeremy went inside, wincing slightly at the grease smell, the beeping fryers, the howdy there's, and all the rest of the still too fresh memories of his last job. He went to the back of the dining room, and sure enough, between the ladies' room door marked hens and the men's room door marked roosters, was a third door marked VIP, with a small slot next to the knob. Chris was finishing filling up the car and draining the last of his soft drink so he could throw away the cup. "Yep, there's a VIP room in that chicken up there,' said Jeremy triumphantly as he approached. "'And just what, pray tell, is in a VIP room in a chicken heaven?' asked Chris. "'Ha!' Glad you asked, said Jeremy, relishing the fact that he finally had some knowledge that Chris lacked. Usually just one table, a trash can, and a window with something of a view. It's almost always cleaner and quieter, too. Great, let's go for a picture or two. Can't. Don't have a chicken lover's club card. Chris choked on the dregs of his soft drink. <laughs> what? he gasped. Don't look at me that way, dude. I don't name the things. It's all done down in Texas, corporate. Okay, let's just get going then. They drove up the road another few minutes and pulled into a parking lot between two restaurants. The windows on one side flickered with the television light of a sports bar. Opposite that was a restaurant ruled over by a giant grinning man holding aloft a giant wooden spoon. Hey, happy chef. I haven't been to one of these in, God, I don't know how long. Not many left, and this is the last one with a chef outside. Suppose there's no point in asking which restaurant we're eating at. Afraid not, Jeremy. There's a hole in me only a 24-hour breakfast joint can fill. I'll shoot after we eat. At that late hour, it took almost no time to get a table. Wish they sold beer, said Jeremy, sipping his iced tea. Chris moved his orange juice glass aside as the server approached. I'd think you'd take a break after what happened this morning. Jeremy grunted in reply to this. The server set down a bacon cheeseburger for Jeremy and a giant skillet in front of Chris. This'll do for now. What'd you order again? Hash brown skillet, said Chris, playing a hand over his order with a game show hostess Flourish, with corned beef hash and two eggs on top over easy. They set to devouring their food for a few minutes. Jeremy paused and looked up from his burger. Will this tell you what the big argument was about? something about you quitting the chicken heaven job is there a story asked chris taking a big swig of orange juice is there ever said jeremy a broad grin on his face mike was fuming wild goose chase he thought to himself damn weirdo sent me on a wild goose chase He was driving back into Mankato from the truck stop, following a humiliating half-hour, mingling with all manner of truck drivers, mechanics, and a couple of truck stop Trixies, one of whom with questionable femininity. He growled and flashed his brights at some oncoming driver who seemed determined to blind him. His stomach growled as well. The drug dealer from the truck stop approached Jeremy's table and nodded at the half-eaten skillet. "'Where's your buddy?' "'Oh, hi,' said Jeremy." "'He's otherwise occupied.' "'Corned beef hash?' sniffed the dealer. "'Yep. Have a seat and help yourself if you want. "'I think he's probably done with it.' "'Nearby, the bathroom door burst open, "'and a long-haired guy came out looking a bit pale "'as he joined a few buddies in another booth. "'Dude, that guy in there is totally blowing chunks!' "'Call me Jack,' said the dealer, "'tossing a small plastic bag on the table. "'Have some expansion.' How much? Consider it a free trial offer. Now, I'm not from around here, man. That whole first one for free shtick won't work on me. Just take them, said Jack. Jeremy picked up the baggie. Inside were a blue pill, a red pill, and a green pill. Heh, I've seen this movie. Except you got one too many. Jeremy trailed off as he realized Jack had already gotten up and was halfway across the restaurant. Jeremy rose to follow but sat back down as the bathroom door burst open and Chris emerged, sweating and scowling. You've been listening to Really Big Things by Paul Mackey. Music is Chronodermis by Nanochrist. You can check them out at their website at www.nanochrist.com. Um, I knew this would happen eventually. I'd completely blank out on the voice identity for the cameo. Okay, just kidding. It was J.C. Hutchins, author of the Seventh Son Trilogy, who I believe at the time was still podcasting out book one of the Seventh Son Trilogy. This felt like a massive get at the time. With podcasting being the size it was, this was a genuine superstar. I got to expand on the world of Chicken Heaven restaurants in this one. I myself had only pictured them as mall locations, a food court kind of thing, but now the older locations were really big things in their own right. There was a cringeworthy line in there that has not aged particularly well. I definitely pull all talk of sex workers of any kind; so they have no bearing on the story. Uh, you know, I I regret it. I am uh, learning still. Always learning. I'll probably say more on the Mankato Happy Chef tomorrow, but I will say that in reality, the neighboring businesses to the Happy Chef are a truck stop and a motel. No sports bar like in the story. I'm going to get started with all the rest of my day next. I'll be back with you all tomorrow. Happy hunting! <laughs> You have been listening to the One Idgit's Thoughts On podcast, produced by Paul Mackey in association with quadruplez.com. Theme music is Too Good by Jack Mangan and is used by permission from him. If you would like to hear other podcasts by me, you might try The Ghostlight Podcast, a completed introcast about the TV series Slings and Arrows, or IGITcast, an intro Cast, an introcast for the TV series Supernatural. Both can be found on Fine Podcasting Listening Software Everywhere or at quadruplez.com.